Welcome to the podcast, Winning After Addiction and Indictment. I'm your host, Steve Cloward, and I'm glad you're here. We're going to talk about addiction, indictment, federal prison, and so much more. After a decade addicted to opiates, time in federal prison, I hope I can inspire you to fight through the battle you're facing in your life today. This is Steve Cloward. I'm sitting here tonight with my son, my youngest son, Griffin Cloward. He's one of my sales representatives, and he's actually one of the best sales guys I've got. On this podcast, we're going to talk about addiction, prison, life, religion, drugs, sex, money, mindset, business, you name it, we're going to talk about it. As I'm about to turn 52 years old this month, I've been through quite a few things in my life to earn the gray hairs that I've got through sometimes poor choices of who I was around, but also poor choices I made while fighting addiction for 13 years. So Griffin, what was it like when your dad had to go to prison? Dude, I can't do this. Oh, you just really screwed it up. Sure did. Wow. So you see what happened here? He just pushed out. Because he's got stories in his head about feeling stupid talking to a computer. <laughs> now, I kind of get that because it was a little awkward, but you know what? Those that want to win have to push through the stories because really all that is is the force of average beating you down, telling you you can't do this or do that, so you simply don't. And when you don't, you continue to get the results that the 97% of the world gets. So you can either push through the stories that you've got going on or you can buy into them and continue to just bear to get by. Some people still buy into the stories and, you know, still probably do fairly well above average, but they've got a ceiling because they're letting their subconscious mind take over and stop them from being the best version of themselves. So as Griffin sits here thinking about the things I'm saying, Maybe he'll have a little mind shift and participate in some of these podcasts moving forward. So I mentioned to him what it was like when I went to prison. Now I said to talk about addiction and prison. So some of you might be thinking I went to prison because of my addiction. That actually wasn't the case, which is pretty incredible. I often say that there's things I did during my addiction that should have put me in prison um, or could have definitely landed me in uh, jail. But. I ended up in federal prison, and it was due to a mortgage fraud case uh, when I was an appraiser and had an appraisal firm that was doing appraisal work for someone that was doing some double closes uh, with straw buyers and making five to 800000 cash out on those deals when all we were doing was billing the typical $1,500 for a jumbo appraisal. And they funded off the appraisals by my guys. I didn't actively personally do any of the appraisals, but because I was the owner and listed and happened to know the guy doing these deals, that's what you call guilt by association. Um, But even though it really sucked, I feel like I was screwed over. It's one of those things where, you know, you just got to look at it and realize that there's a lot of positives that's come out of it. And when you get to look at the man in the mirror for 14 months sitting in federal prison and your family's home suffering because you've made a whole boatload of money, but you crashed and burned 
uh, when the market tanked. At the same time, you're indicted a year after closing on a large project, multi-million dollar project in southern Utah. So when I left prison, not only did I not have any money, all my assets were sold or taken by the feds. So I had no income. My wife worked three days a week as a nurse, but that doesn't cut it when you've got five kids. And they had to move out of our dream home, which I had purchased five years earlier, and that took its toll. And so they had to rent, and things were obviously pretty rough. And was when you're kind of that guy that was successful and, and uh, kind of like an alpha personality and then you're sitting in prison and you've always been able to control things for the most part other than a federal indictment i might say um and then all of a sudden you can't help it is brutal to realize that's what's happening so one thing i did realize in there after a couple of months because it affected me deeply for a couple of months was that all i could control was my mind and the things that I focused on. And I actually had a friend of my mom's write me a letter. And one of the things she suggested, I'd never met this lady. In fact, I got home nine years ago this, this last month, September of 2010. And I didn't meet this lady who wrote me at least once a month and sent me books probably on 10 occasions over a 14-month span. And anyway, I finally met her about two, three years ago, but she made an impact on me. And one of the letters that she wrote, probably the second or third one, challenged me each night to, when I went to bed, think of three things that I had to be grateful for. And that really made a difference because you might think that you're in prison. There, there's nothing you can be grateful for, but there's still a whole lot of things. There's always people that have it worse than you do. And when you shift your focus on the positive, that definitely shifts the way you feel. Because I don't know who can, I, in fact, I know it's impossible. I don't care who you are to be depressed or upset or angry when you're focused on others or serving others or having gratitude. So each morning I try to wake up. When I wake up, I try to Think of five things I'm grateful for so that I can start my day off right because your day is going to be impacted by the first hour or so of your morning and how you feel, the things you put in your mind, the attitude you have. So if you can set yourself up to win by focusing on things that you have to be grateful for, it's going to put you in a state that's going to allow you to have a much better day than if you just kind of goes through the motions and don't think about this. So this is episode one, and we're going to talk a lot more about addiction, several different stories and things that happened during prisons, lessons I've learned, as well as relationships with your kids, maybe siblings, parents, business. I've always been an entrepreneur my whole life, and most importantly, mindset. Because see, I'm I'm going on just over nine years since I was out of prison, and my mind was broken and messed up really until about a year ago. And that's when things started to shift. So 
appreciate you listening. And next episode, we'll get Griffin to pipe up and give you some input because he's got a few lessons, even though he's just 18. I think he's learned a few lessons over the last year that he could share that maybe can help some of you out there and even some of you parents out there. So have a fantastic day. As always, make it happen. If you know someone that needs to hear this, share it with them. Send them a text, a DM, an email, or share it on social media. Tag me in your Instagram stories. And also, go over to iTunes. Keep the reviews coming to help strangers find the show.